Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Carpe Fide Podcast, where if the shoe fits, you wear it. And if the truth hurts, you bear it. That's right. How are you tonight, Jesse? <laughs> pretty good. Pretty good. We got That's a... excellent. Uh, I guess I should ask you how you're doing also. <clears throat> I don't know. Forget me. Who cares? Great. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on with it then, hey? <laughs> so this is a follow-up podcast um, where we, uh, we did one analyzing the New Jersey... <clears throat> wow, the new New Jersey uh, curriculum standards for health and physical education. Uh, if you didn't check that podcast out, is the first podcast that we released, um, and we had a lot of really good interactions um, over that podcast. And some people were asking about what what do the options look like for someone um, if if they feel this type of curriculum and perhaps the public education system in general might not be the best fit for their child. Uh, and so we wanted to address that by, by giving a brief oversight. Um, Overview. That's the word. Uh, of... <laughs> no, the, the government provides the oversight. Oh, we provide the no. overview. <laughs> so we wanted to give some options and talk about them briefly um, while not you know, telling anybody where they should or should not send um, their child to school. We wanted to give uh, just a quick overview of those options so that you can have some tools in your bag um, to understand and think through where you're going to be sending your child, where you're going to be in giving the uh, education of your child, uh, and how they're going to rece- be receiving it, because there's lots of options out there. Aren't and there? there? Yeah, there are. And there's still time to figure that out for this year also. Not just this year, um, but this year may be a, 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 a gimme year where you have a whole year to figure it out. That's also true. And next year, COVID-20. <coughs> Yeah, for that COVID twenty one. Oh no! Uh, they're, I think I swear they're going to just like start restructuring the graduating classes depending on which type of COVID. Yeah, you, you have that. <laughs> what, year, what, year, what year did you graduate? I had COVID twenty three. Oh no! <laughs> oh man, lost a lot of classmates that year. Oh gosh. <laughs> so well, depressing. So uh, so we we have uh, we have some overarching themes that we wanted to to, to kind of just highlight real quick before we uh, dove divin divided. Dude, no, that's not Doved. It. Let's do that. Before we dive, dive into the uh, various different kinds of education that you have at your uh, disposal uh, as parents here in America. Um, so we wanted to rehash uh, pretty much our main premise from uh, episode one, and that is that parents bear the sole responsibility um, for the education of their children uh, in righteousness, um, which is a clear directive uh, that God gave to parents, um, both in the Old Testament and in the New Testaments. Um, passages that we referenced there were Deuteronomy 6, um, the Shema, and then uh, Ephesians 6. Do you want to read the Shema again? Let's do it. Oh. Who doesn't like to read the Shema? Starting at verse 4, I think. Deuteronomy 6, 4. Here's the, uh, the <clears throat> quote in Deuteronomy 6, verse 4, uh, about, the Shema, about what, what is indeed the Shema. It says, Listen, Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These words that I am giving to you today are to be in your heart. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit down in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Bind them as a sign on your hand and let them be a symbol on your forehead Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your city gates. And really the main thing here is that, you know, obviously following this, God gives his law to his people. And so this is the instruction, the education that the parents are to make sure is repeated 
from generation to generation to generation. And this is, the language here is just all-encompassing. There's not an area of life where this doesn't touch. Um, you know, when you uh, talk about repeat them to your children, you know, when you're sitting in your house and when you're walking along the road, when you're lying down, when you get up, um, bind them as a, sand, as a sign on your hand and a symbol on your forehead, write them on the doorposts of your house and on your city gates so that wherever you are, you're coming back underneath this instruction. Um, so it just, it really highlights the all encompassing nature and that's, that's given to the parents to pass on to their children. Uh, and then briefly in Ephesians six, um, verse four, um, it just, Paul is reminding, uh, fathers, it says, fathers, don't stir up anger in your children, but bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And, um, what we, we should probably go into this in detail some other time, but, uh, it's a great book by Doug Wilson, and the, verse, the first chapter in it, uh, well, the book is called The, Pi, the Paideia of God, and um, that first chapter highlights um, this, this very verse, um, talking about the training and instruction um, called the Paideia, which is just an all-encompassing uh, all approach to education. It is, it is the idea that, that as, as a Roman citizen... Um, you would be you would be brought up in this way. You would have um, you would have people guiding you um, as to how you should live as a Roman citizen. Um, they would be educating you. Um, they would be they would be looking ahead to the goal of what you, they want you to become, and that is that is a good Roman. And here Paul contextualizes it um, as far as. He, want, he wants you to, to bring your children up in the paideia, the, the, the training and the instruction of the Lord. Um, he, wants, he wants parents, um, specifically here fathers, to be involved and to pass down um, all-encompassing instruction to their children. Why? Well, for the trajectory that they would be godly children, um, that they would be godly adults that would then replicate this um, a la Deuteronomy 6, to their children and to their children's children. So, um, you know, Scripture all throughout highlights the necessity of the parents to be involved and to be um, right there, the, the first line of instruction and education for um, the kids. Um, so that's, that's our biblical basis, and I'm sure we could go somewhere else, but <clears throat> for the sake of consistency, I think that this, this is certainly plenty. Um, anything to add before we go on? No, I think highlighting the the fact that we already laid this groundwork initially when we first talked about um, the the health and physical education new standards for for New Jersey curriculum. We go back and reference that uh, we laid this out. Well, we laid it out twice now. So there you go. Here's your foundation. We're we're just hammering it home. I particularly appreciated one uh, interaction that I had, and this will be a direct quote uh, over the first podcast that we did. And just asking for feedback, um, while nothing uh, stuck out in the production of the, of the podcast, um, the quote is, here's something, I don't like that I have to be responsible for my son and his education, followed by two laugh-crying smiley faces and the words nerve-wracking. So that would be, uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a, a, a true, a true and deep uh, thing that we can understand. That education is our responsibility, and it is all encompassing. But the reality <laughs> of it is, you don't uh, you don't not have this responsibility. Should you choose to not educate your child well, 
it does not mean that it wasn't your responsibility. It means that you failed uh, to take responsibility. Mm. Um, but the hard part about taking responsibility for educating your child, for training them up in the way uh, that the Lord would have you, is that even if the child uh, strays from how you've attempted to educate if you've poured yourself as as God has called us to into the paideia to do it as a total life um, pursuit right teaching them at all times and in in all ways uh, even if even if their child your child strays from that it does not mean you failed taking the responsibility is the key um, taking responsibility not shirking or putting off the responsibility or trying to to hand off the responsibility but staying engaged so mm, yeah um some encouragement some yeah, encouragement definitely. just take a hold you could say you need to carpe the responsibility oh oh yeah i was about to i was about to go there oh great minds all right um so so the parents are to bear the sole responsibility for the education of their children um we just laid that groundwork and therefore as such um you know, we as parents understand that we have to make, we have to then make sacrifices um, for the well-being of our children. Um, and, and this is a good and right thing um, that God would have us do. And we apply this to so many other areas. We apply it to, you know, uh, putting a roof over their heads, giving them food and giving them clothing and, and giving them, uh, you know, entertainment and tools and books. And, but, but we, <clears throat> we must think of this as applying uh, to education as well. Um, and so, so two areas that we wanted to highlight in this, this podcast, um, that, that we as parents need to recognize, uh, that we must sacrifice for our children, uh, two, two areas, um, for their education would be, uh, number one would be time. We need to sacrifice our time. And number two, uh, it, we need to sacrifice our, our treasure, our, our financial, um, our financial gain for this, for this good and right and, um, necessary endeavor of educating uh, our kiddos. Um, so at, we, we've laid out a couple different categories of um, different types of education, um, and we've kind of tried to highlight the different aspects as far as time, treasure, and then um, some kind of intermingle uh, as far as what the what the sacrifices would be from mm-hmm. us as parents. Uh, and obviously, you know, depending on how you do any of these uh, depends really on... Um, how much time or how much money uh, we're we're investing in this? Um, so the the first category we wanted to touch on is uh, sacrificing of our time, and the two. Um, yeah, so we're kind of breaking down just to real quick. When we when we say we're going to break these down into categories of time and treasure, and then also those categories that may involve both time and treasure, they're generalities. So we're just trying to use them as a guideline, a, a standard that we can kind of look at these different forms. Um, and then under each of those, we'll, we'll put the certain types of education that might fit most adequately under those that would cost, those would be a, a greater sacrifice of time, those that might be a greater sacrifice of treasure, and then those that would actually require a, 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 a modicum of interaction on both time and treasure. So that's what we're kind of trying to do here. Um, not saying that there aren't crossovers in these categories but we had to give a good rubric and i think breaking them down into the time that you would have to invest and the treasure you would have to invest and then those that will both require that a time and treasure sacrifice understand this just because you sacrifice it may involve greater time to to be a part of certain part certain particular educations doesn't mean it doesn't also involve treasure 
It's just that time is the, the greater factor in those. And just because you might involve treasure into a certain form of education doesn't mean it won't also need to affect time. Um, and so the, the, the ones that are perhaps both actually, they, they have maybe less time and treasure, but it does require both time and treasure yeah. to be um, linked to get it done. So having said that. Right, right over. Um, so we'll, we'll just go, we're not, we're try, not going to be long winded. We'll just try to highlight some pros and cons. And then, uh, I, I would, I would say that it's safe to encourage y'all to reach out to us so that we can interact more personally over, over each of these. Yeah. We'd love to have heated debates over on the Carpe Fide page if you'd like to do that. Um, and also just uh, great encouraging, <laughs> encouraging yes, words was, to I was being the facetious. Equip, equip you. <laughs> equip. Okay. I was definitely being facetious, and we would love to have interactions there. We'd love to have them uh, personally in our messages, or if you have our text messages, if you happen to know us personally, please, please fire away. Carpe up the DMs, as as they say. The DMs, nice, look at you. Anyway, uh, the first first category that we kind of, uh, you know, have have touched on in the first podcast we did, uh, under time, uh, an education choice that would involve more time, would be the public education course, the public education option. Um, why why do you think we would, we would put that under time as we put it under time Jesse so uh, the, the reason that uh, that I would say that, that time is the most appropriate thing is uh, one we all pay taxes um, into the public education system so outside of the government taking that from us we don't actually put any additional out-of-pocket expense into that um, the you fact know. that we receive that as such commonplace uh, just roll off the tongue it's just a sad, sad feature of, of, of where we've gotten. Yeah, we need. But we, anyway, we need to know where things come from, uh, and uh, where people who take our money put it. So, uh, um, so public education. I mean, the, the state of New Jersey spends twenty thousand dollars per child per year um, to to educate uh, a child in the state education system. Uh, national average, I think, is closer to fifteen. So we're we're technically above average there. Um, and, and really, the, the reason that this comes into time, especially as we're considering um, our role, um, our, our God-given role as parents for the instruction and education of our children, is that um, Christians who choose this option must understand um, the relationship um, that they have with their children um, in, a, in a very serious and pointed way. So the idea here is that um, when, the, when, the, when your child is in school, uh, they're obviously not with you. Um, so, you know, a little less than 40 hours a week, um, your kid, your kids are in school. So what you really must understand, and Justin, you, you, you and uh, your wife modeled this pretty well, is that you must then invest heavily, um, your own time into your children during the, during the time that they are with you. Um, you know, you, this is a this is a no checkout zone, right? Um, Indeed. So you know, you, you you come home. You know, I know you. You come home. Uh, you're exhausted, uh, but you engage with your kids. Um, why? Because you understand. And if I might put we'll put words into your mouth, you can tell me if, if this is accurate or not. But we've talked at length about this. You know, you, you understand that if you are not using that time um, to to instruct and use that time to to really put on the the, the training and instruction of the Lord um, during the time that you're with them, um, then that will essentially be lost um, because the, the public education system does not share our Christian values. Um, and, and so you must 
you must prioritize um, prioritize your time with them in a, in a very um, what's the word I'm looking for in a very intentional way. Right, and the 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 factor here that most comes to play as far as having to invest time if you're going to be a part of public education system is you need to remain the primary source of information. And the problem, the problem that steps in, and as we saw the progression of, of even the health and physical education guidelines, there's a progression of uh, the information being given from a certain source um, and that information being ramped up. Now, if the home doesn't, doesn't actually beat the education system to the punch, if the home is not the primary source, then the first line, the first source of information becomes the education system. And, and this is just as true of any, but particularly if you're going to rely on the public education system, if they are the first source, the primary source that your child is receiving information from, they will be the first source turned to. Um, and that's where uh, parents that are going to send their kids into a public education sphere uh, need to remember that it is their it is their role the primary role of the parent to educate the child and so we need to be first we need to be the place that our children know they can come to to get their reliable answers and so that when they walk into a situation where a, a public education system is telling them um, answers that may not exactly match up with a particular home structures um, guidelines, the child needs to know that they have already been given information that they can then speak into the education system because they can trust their parents to have delivered to them as a primary source of information first, which means we need to invest that time to be the primary source of information in our children's lives. Mm. And that's, that's where the time investment really uh, takes the biggest toll. Obviously, as we look at the idea in, in Ephesians chapter 6, what we're speaking of is that fact that the home is the primary source of the education of a child. It must, it must be so. And so that's where the child first becomes educated. As they go to the public education system, there are a great many things that maybe the home did not specifically drill down on, such as, say, I don't know, trigonometry or algebra. But there must, there must also be things where the home has already drilled down far deeper and, and far, far more, more first, that's dumb, far more primarily um, <laughs> than the public education system has uh, in areas uh, of behavior, in areas um, of particularly, I, I would say, you, we've, we covered this in the first episode of, of sexual education. Um, and, and interaction with students these are these are these are things that the home is is the primary source and must be deep uh, and first to the punch there so that the education system is not becoming one where it's actually shaping the paradigm of a child again how to think not what to think that's what we're looking from from for from an education system right that's that's the that's the weight um, that the education system system should carry the home should be definitely a place where the what is fleshed out more. It's fleshed out more in the home as opposed to the school. Yes. <laughs> um, go ahead. Did you have more to add to the... Uh... Well, I mean, I, I was just going to say, you know, if, if you go back to episode one uh, in, in the show notes, this is where we as parents have, must be proactive um, with our kids. You know, we don't wait till it comes up in school to start talking about a topic. We, we as parents know our children the best out of anybody. Um, and, and when we, 
when we abdicate the responsibility um, of educating in all things to the point where we abdicate our responsibility to other people to train our children up in their values and morality, um, we, we have clearly gone astray from our God-given call to train our children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. So if, if you go back to, to episode one, I, I did put in the show notes because we were talking about um, health and physical education, which dealt a lot about um, you know sex and sexuality also. Um, we, we, I put a link to a, a great series of books that deals with um, sexuality and body changes, but, but starting at a very young age and age appropriate. Um, you know, all, we read these books to, to our five and six year old kids in my house. You know, so I mean, to, to think that that needs to wait till they're 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, that's too late. Um, as parents, we must be involved in, in the whole of our child from a very young age. Um, you know, and that just goes, that's part of the time investment um, that, that we have to take outside of school hours um, to, to really make sure that our kids are, are well-rounded and, and, and understand and uh, really place priority on our values over the state's values. Um, and, and that's really, that's really the importance of investing the time because, um, you know, I don't think that any, I don't think I know any parent that would say that the state government um, knows, loves, understands, or has the best for um, our children more so than we do. Um, and so we must make sure that, that, that our values take precedence, take priority over, over that of the state. And when they, when they conflict, we must help our children understand that our values take priority and take precedence over, over that of the public schools, um, or any school really. Um, so... Uh, yeah, the, the, the pros of, of public education is that it doesn't require any additional upfront costs to the family, uh, which is why it is the default for many people, uh, including many Christian families. Um, so uh, while, while, that, while that does serve a, a great majority of people, um, you know, the, the cons, there, there are cons in the idea that they, the kids do spend more time with other people than they do yourself, which means... Um, that the time that they do spend at home is all the more valuable. Um, you know, Justin, you were just looking up some public education statistics as far as the value of the education. I don't know if you had any you wanted to actually share, but it's it's just not <clears throat> it's just not there's it's rough. I, I think the public education system is rough all around. Um, I I think there are parts there are parts and places in which the public education system um, has has failed tremendously. And, and in those locations, I think there needs to be an opportunity for other and better opp education opportunities to rise up. Um, and and I, I don't think that's everywhere, certainly. I think, I think there are certain locations where, where there's no amount of money that's going to fix the problems. We need to actually fix other problems um, before we keep throwing money at the public education system. Um, the United States consistently spends more <clears throat> per student than the rest of the world um, because the public education system is actually turned into a, a, a home, um, a, a publicly funded home um, for children where they are, they are provided um, uh, emotional support, they are provided uh, food, um, in, some in, some, in some ways and places uh, uh, clothing and, 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 and um, other amenities. It's just, it's become such a thing. And, and honestly, we're not even able to focus on education in some places. And, and there are there, there it, it's, there's problems that require much more than an educational answer. 
uh, in those situations. And I'm, we're not, I'm not ignorant. We're not, we're not throwing out easy fixes for, for that. That's not what we're doing here. But, but that is to say that when you look at the numbers, there's just there's some serious uh, uh, disparities, particularly when you when you look at, at our public education system in America, not even per state, but just as a, as a country compared to other other education systems that are spending far less because they're they're not intended to provide some of the things our public education system is trying to provide. Um, and and it always comes back to me to this one fact when you're thinking about um, public education funding and what public education is actually showing to actually provide. Um, the reality of it is, is whoever you are, um, whoever you are reliant upon, they are your master. Uh, if you are reliant upon uh, the government, then the government is your master. That, that's just a, it's just a reality. Um, if you're reliant upon the public education system, the public education system is your master. Um, and when, when you think about the authority and, and power that we are willing to abdicate as parents, I just got to tell you, I mean, there, there is nothing um, that a, a government doesn't want more than power and authority. So we should be really cautious and careful with that. But I, I, that's, that's probably getting into a deeper thing. Basically, the, the, the overarching takeaway here is that you have to invest a lot, invest your time wisely and intentionally if, uh, if you choose a public education route. Because you're going to have to make sure you maintain that um, that that sole responsibility in education being the first source, the first uh, the first line of education for your children in the public education sphere. Yes, absolutely, yes. and amen. Uh, and you and I have always been able to agree on that. Um, so uh, moving onward um, it, under the time category, as far as the heavier um, investment um, from from us as parents would be. Uh, home education, um, you know, home, home, different homeschooling options, and uh, you know, uh, we didn't want this to be a giant, a giant long podcast. Um, and there's like a bajillion different ways that you can choose to home educate your children. Uh, I personally believe that some are better than others. I, I don't think that they are all created equal. Um, you know, uh, I, I know from my family, we, in our research, we've chosen a, a classical Christian model. Uh, for education, we use classical conversations, um, and that is that is that was a, a wonderful joy for us last year uh, with our first year using that um, with our oldest daughter, and we are using that again um, for uh, our oldest daughter and our oldest boy this year. So we're really excited to do that. Um, now, home education, uh, the time investment uh, looks a little bit uh, different because unlike the public education system. The majority of the children's time is spent with you at home or wherever you choose to, you know, try to attempt the, the education piece of, of their day. Um, and, and so what that means uh, is that you you are the primary investment there, um, which makes the way that we invest our time, um, you know, it, it's, it's not less important or less significant than the time that a public uh, school parent would would have to invest. Um, it it'll actually flesh out you know different things. Um, you know, uh, I, w one author or speaker put it recently, and and I thought that it was so true is that the more your children spend time with you, the more sin in each other's lives you'll see. Um, and so what that means is that 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 might actually cause some areas of friction that that you hadn't initially anticipated or even come across. 
uh, if you're transitioning to home education from uh, other forms of education where, you, where your children are out, outside of the home learning. So um, it, it's a different sort of time investment, um, but it certainly, it certainly is. Um, you know, not everybody can take this route. Um, you know, many families have two, two parents that are working, um, and, and so home education um, would, would be a, a giant uh, undertaking, um, causing a lot of restructuring of the family. Now, what I'm not going to say is, I'm not going to say that that's not necessarily warranted. Um, I do think that it is possible to restructure your home in, in a way that you can home educate your child or children. Uh, we in America tend to have an abundance of excess um, in our budgets, um, and we can certainly downsize and, and make things more affordable um, to, to achieve these goals. And, and additionally, one of the pros of home education uh, is that it's incredibly flexible. Um, it, depending on how you uh, attempt to do it. So, um, you know, you, you can, there, there's a lot of freedom to get creative there. Um, I'll make sure that we post a link in the show notes to uh, just a couple different infographics outline, infographics and articles outlining uh, the different styles of, of homeschool education. Um, you know, in, in America, after, after the public education boom in the 1900s, um, starting in the 70s, um, the the hippie movement actually was responsible for um, bringing about the rise of homeschooling again to American families, and, and that was a stick the man type movement. But then Christians were like, "Oh, wait a second, this kind of makes a whole heck of a lot of sense." And so now it's it's <clears throat> it's a it's a it's a pretty large Christian movement, um, a, a Christian undertaking, um, and so. Um, there are a lot of resources available, and again, I, I don't want to belabor the point too long um, as far as, you know, I want to keep moving through, but uh, we'll definitely post some, post some uh, articles and resources for you, and then obviously, you know, we can, we'd, be, we'd love to talk to you about um, more of the ins and outs of that, um, just because it, because it is so flexible, it can be overwhelmingly so, and so uh, any help that we can be to you in that um, and, and I can share my own personal journey as far as the research that I've done in the past year and a half as, as I was looking looking at different homeschooling options and this and that and the other thing. Uh, I'd, I'd be more than willing to share with you uh, what my journey was like. Uh, maybe it'll be helpful to you. Maybe. Uh, any, any thoughts on that? No, I, I think we, uh, we, both, <clears throat> we both agree that the home being a primary source, I think, I think we also both acknowledge that there's a lot of different hurdles um, to families for for homeschooling education, there's there's obviously two parents involved. Um, it depends on a lot. I think I think one of the things you have to realize is that all of these particular education options uh, may require you to have to think through how you're going to readjust your life and what's actually really important. Um, for example, in the treasury department, it may require what, what things do I have to cut out of my budget in order to make sure I can. Are you, I can are you jumping this. ahead? I'm just saying. Uh, That's ridiculous. I We're think, about to cover it. I think also in the home. You don't have to forecast. It's imminent. Oh my gosh! I'm trying it's like going to... outside saying, "Oh, it's what's the weather today?" Called... And you clearly see the storm coming. It's called a beautiful segue. I just uh, segued us right into our treasure category. Okay. 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 <laughs> one of the big one of one of the. <laughs> Really, the, the the biggest factor as far as when you look at sacrificing of time, sacrificing of treasure, sacrificing of, of both in a modicum, you have um, 
you have in the treasury department mostly uh, most clearly private education so private education would involve the most treasure for you to actually um, pay you have to pay for private education Obviously, this is more so because it's even on top of the uh, the amount of uh, money the government decides to steals. Well, I'm trying to be generous, but these are not removes money from you. The government decides. Threat of force. <laughs> the government decides you should pay um, for you know having purchased a, a home and land that you purchased that they. I mean, there are a few things that are taxed every year as well as the. Things that you bought once, it's like, could we just get a sales tax and call it a day on that? And then, but no, it's kind of like nope. some sort of sick annuity. You're going to be paying here. here. Anyway, we're going to move on. Um, but private education would be on top of, of the, the the funding that goes to your public education. In some states, I will say there are some states who very much have a school choice program. Um, and let's just say that statistically, the education system uh, in some of the states that was failing has gotten much better since they did school choice. And hmm. um, that's just an interesting, I'm just going to leave that just floating out there in the ethers. What an interesting um, thing to think about. But private education would be finding yourself uh, uh, in an education system that may be significantly more structured like uh, like a, um, what would be more of a commercial education system where there is a school breakdown of grades, um, but where they're actually uh, using uh, curriculum um and studies that aren't inherently funded through public education, therefore they can have a, a variety of different applications um, built into the public, private education system. Um, so there are there are many um, private education systems that are religiously affiliated, but there are many private education systems, if you're so inclined, that are not religiously affiliated, but maybe it's just more associated with a certain form of learning or a certain uh, style uh, of learning. Uh, and 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 those particular education systems sometimes, ironically, cost even more than maybe even a more religiously affiliated private education system may cost. Interestingly enough, but the reality here is that private education is going to have to cause you to spend more money. Right now, there's reasons why you might choose private education over homeschooling as an education resource. There may be um, there, there just may be dynamics inside your home where you don't know you don't know that you're even able to accomplish a homeschool education. Um, so if you're not able to restructure your life in a way that gives you the time to invest there, you may be able to find it more acceptable to re restructure your life in a way that allows that allows you to free up capital, right? By by changing maybe you know maybe we don't need to have thirty streaming options on a monthly budget. Maybe we maybe we don't need to have um, certain vehicles that we may or may not have, or maybe. Maybe we can uh, structure different finances that we can actually pull, or maybe we can we can increase our ability to earn, and we can actually, uh, uh, while still maintaining again, we maintain the basic tenet, right? That the home is the primary source of education. We can send our child to a place that will actually walk alongside maybe some of the things our home might structure into that um, that rearing of a child in the way that a home's morality um, and fundamentals might be based. You can find a private education that would walk alongside of you in parallel with that while also providing a more structured uh, corporate education style. Yeah. And I mean, when we're talking about sacrificing of time and sacrificing of treasure, um, nothing really is off limits here as far as how much or what exactly you're sacrificing. Right. So, I mean, you know, tre treasure, if, if you are if you are so convicted um, as to not use a public education system or if you um, aren't, aren't able to provide in a home education system, 
um, but you do have the capital or, or, your, or as you're looking at your budget, you can see areas where you can downsize. Listen, mortgage isn't off the table as far as something that can be sacrificed for the well-being of our children. Uh, cars, like Justin said, are not should not be off the table when it comes to sacrificing for the well-being and education of our children and training them up in righteousness and goodness, um, as is unto the Lord. Um, because the reality is, on Judgment Day, we are we as parents will be held responsible for how we um, stewarded our children while they were in our home, and so we will answer for this. And so I, I just I wanted to add that point that when we're when we're talking through these things and considering these things, that everything that we have. In, in these both of these categories of time and treasure um, must be kept on the table as something that we are willing to sacrifice um, for, for, for our kids. Um, and obviously there are, uh, there is, there is too much. Um, so for instance, uh, say you, say you were, say you were convinced that you, uh, that private education was the way to go. Um, yet you need an extra, you know, 400, $500 a month. You know, uh, dad being out of the home every day until eight or nine o'clock till after the kids go to bed, that's not shepherding your family well either. You know, you, you, you must, you must also have to, you have to be present in the life of your children. So, I mean, you know, obviously there's too much, but as far as what is out, what is on the list and what is not on the list, anything should be on the list. Now, Justin, you and I were both, uh, privately educated. Um, our parents made, made that sacrifice and honestly, I don't know how they did it. Um, especially, <laughs> especially through, through, through me and, and my high school years, but, um, well, but, you were a very needy child, so they're like, there is no way we are keeping him home. <laughs> but, definitely ain't homeschooling. <laughs> um, like, why does he keep hitting his head on the wall? I don't know. Um, <laughs> Explains a lot though, really. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have a very hard, hard spot. Um, but uh, oh my well, gosh. the aforementioned calluses are deep. Yes, the calluses they do run deep. Um, but you know, so so we were privately educated, so we we understand the value the value of that education. Um, there are battles, of course, that our parents fought even within that system as far as beliefs and morality um, and values. However, the gap was not anywhere near um, what what they could be in other options. Um, yeah, I I had definitely I while while I would. And it's, it's just such a trade-off. All right, so we're, I don't want to get too practical yet. We, we can do some more practical talk overviews or all of these at the end real quick. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely, uh, there's definitely a, a much smaller divide uh, as far as teaching, uh, teaching uh, uh, the values, right, and, and structure of the home um, if you're going to choose an education system that can actually run parallel uh, in some ways to those things, like, a, like in a private education scenario. Yeah. So moving on to a category that that require both time and and treasure. Now, in saying this, it doesn't inherently mean they they require um, maybe the same level of time and same level of treasure as the previous options. They simply require you to invest both treasure and time. Um, so these would be uh, things like a hybrid education uh, and online education. So when we say hybrid education, what we're what we're actually meaning is that there may be uh, and you can choose an education system education system um, that may be co a cooperative education system um, where children meet together in cohorts and parents do take different um, responsibilities inside those uh, those cohorts um, in different subject matters and in, in different um, um, demonstrations 
uh, and they would have uh, usually a different set a different set of meetings meeting times. Uh, so, for example, in your public education, your home education, your private education, those are obviously consistent five days a week programs. Um, and and depending on what home education you may choose and how uh, rigorous you are, they may be even more than five day education programs. The reality um, of a higher education is oftentimes those those may only meet two times a week or three times a week, um, with two home education based days. Uh, where the the co-ops and the children come together to meet um, in in a a two to three day model, and then the other either three or two days uh, spent at home are are utilizing the tools that they pick up in those other days to uh, broaden the applications of those learnings. Um, whereas, and also online education obviously requires both because it's going to require. Um, the dedication to work through the online curricula mm -hmm. while also investing, um, which will which will put you out for some treasure to have an online online curricula, but also um, the time to invest to make sure that the education online isn't isn't simply um, left there. It actually needs to actually be worked and fleshed out inside the home as well, which is going to require time, time answering questions, time making sure everything's working appropriately, time in uh, helping with through with the, the homework from online classes. Um, so, so that, that kind of builds in uh, a both model as well. Um, and hybrid educations can also run, run they, they kind of flow into um, the home education and private education mentioned previously. Mm -hmm. So there are, are, are things like, I, like you're involved in, right, with a, a, a co-op where it's, it doesn't involve as much treasure. Uh, it would fall more under the time of the home education. So it's it investing the time there. Although it's it's much less treasure, it still involves both. Mm -hmm. um, and and I, me and my wife got just got done today going to a what would be more of a private education treasure investment of a three day a week hybrid school um, that involves two days a week in the home, but it still is going to involve both. But it's going to actually it probably fl it flows more into the treasure category. So in these both categories, they may they may fluctuate between the time and treasure investment. Um, but they do require both. Yeah. And uh, one thing that I thought was interesting that I'll, that I'll mention here, uh, without mentioning specific details, because uh, <laughs> we didn't talk about this, but uh, I do think that it was interesting that um, from your meeting today, that the cost of, of privately educating your three children in one year is actually less than what the state requires to educate one child for one year. Uh, the cost isn't that, isn't that interesting. Did you notice not, that? It's not just. Um, it's not just. In New Jersey, particularly, it's not just less. It is. Um, it is significantly less mm -hmm. um, than than the state is paying for for one child in the public education system. Right. Um, the money is less, and, and actually, the quality could. Very well be the, the quality. The quality um, now. The school we were looking at, I wouldn't say it was. It's not. It's probably in the middle of the spectrums of costs. It's not a an expensive private school. It's not a cheap private school. It's somewhere in the middle. Um, however, the quality of educator and and the the class size makes it a, a fantastic learning environment. However, it's also a only three day a week um, learning environment, mm -hmm. and those three days are full days from from eight from prompt eight a.m. start time to a three p.m. dismissal. They are full school days, um, in in which all all the subjects are taught. Um, they are not uh, the, the the quality of education is going to be dr dramatically increased, um, particularly as you look at the level of edu educators, uh, the, the the level of their education, and their applications. 
um, as well as um, the the this, the focus time as you have a smaller class size. Um, there's obviously trade-offs in all of these, and I think that's one of the things we were kind of mentioning there um, as we're looking at how a you invest in the home. Uh, for example, uh, one of the one of the big things, and, and it's something to think through, honestly, really what the level of it is. But like extracurriculars are really big. If you if you really love extracurriculars, then you better really figure out a way to free up a lot of time because the, the some of the schools that have the most extracurriculars are obviously the public education system. Um, because they're literally spending so much money, they're throwing everything at the wall to see what'll stick. <laughs> and so there is extracurriculars at the wazoo inside the public education system. Now, not this year. I'm saying this year is off. It's off the books, okay? Lots of those, those extracurriculars are, are not going to be what they were in the public you education can't system. Play football and be six feet away. <laughs> Did you say spitball? You can't play spitball at all. That would be pickleball. You uh, can probably play pickleball. Yeah, you can play pickleball. That's, you can socially distance easily. But there's going to be there's going to be some dramatic cuts to that. But overall, when you look at extracurriculars, public education system has a ton. Um, well, you, they are spending the most money. They are. They certainly are. When you look at some things like the hybrid education system, you're not going to get as many extracurriculars in those particular um, those particular genres. But you're going to get. Um, but you may you may find yourself getting a more quality actual education um, in those those types of scenarios. Um, and, and then you have something that, 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 as far as extracurriculars go, is very middle of the run in private education, these commercialized, these more commercial private education institutions that do offer extracurriculars in a more structured environment, um, but they do require an investment of treasure. Um, so you, there's always, there's always trade-offs. And this is not, in no way, shape or form, are, are either of us trying to say that, hey, we're putting these out here uh, so that you can have them. Um, to simplify the decision, the decision is very difficult. You have to make a, you have to make a wise decision, and it is not easy. Mm-hmm. And we're telling you that, parents, that walking through this is not easy to do. Is it invaluable? Absolutely. To think through this wisely, and to and to really evaluate it, uh, almost each year as your child's changing, and particularly in big years, how is your child still learning? How are they growing? What is important for them in these moments? Right. Um, um, is, is, is what is your, your particular local public education even looking like? Is it where, is it, is it to a point where there are, there's a good possibility that, that in some of these categories and in some of these age groups, it's perfectly fine. And, and is there, is there some other, will be, will there be some public education systems where we have to look at it and say, oh my gosh, if I send this, my child here, am I doing them a disservice altogether? In which case there's, there's less of a question there. Um, so, so there's, it, these are hard choices that you're going to have to make, right? Is private education right off the table, but you feel that public education source isn't there, then what kind of changes do I have to make so that I can use a hybrid online or home education? Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of, what kind of life cha- lifestyle changes and what kind of, of monetary changes do I have to make? These are difficult decisions, but they are invaluable to think through. And, and really, I, speaking from experience with my wife, there, there's a, you, you both, right? If they're, if you're in a two-parent home, it requires a patience to come together to have to talk through these things, because these decisions are are not made lightly, and they require um, discussion and, and 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 really analyzing. What do you know about your children? How are they learning? How are they growing? Um, what what is important now for them? 
they're 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 deep they're deep conversations you have to invest some time and i i'll be the first to tell you that we have invested some time and i'm the more time that we invest often i'm, I'm just not thinking i'm just not investing enough time there's more to think about here. It's kind of like prayer. Yeah. <laughs> you can never pray enough. Right. Especially when, <laughs> when part of the, the commands of prayer in the Bible is to do it without ceasing. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> Does that mean we're failing right now in praying without oh, ceasing man. in this podcast? Oh, no. Carpe, carpe, pray day. Pray, 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 Sounds like a, an again, Italian dish. Again, um, you you should know the Latin here. I'm just going to blame you. Listen, we did one year. <laughs> All right, this that this is our big overarching uh, overarching themes here. Now, now, me and Jesse do have have just let's I'd say vigorous discussions at times mm. on on whether or not one one or two or what particular one of these is almost a must that you must do one way or the other. And it turns out that you have people that, that say this is the way you have to do it a lot. I don't think that was our goal tonight. Um, we did highlight clear points on which we agree vehemently and vigorously and emphatically agree. I um, thought I did a great job holding myself back personally. I thought you did because you don't want to get... We're, we're in tight quarters here around this microphone. And you don't want to get <laughs> too, uh, too heated right now. No, I mean, like, so, so, so some of these discussions, they, like, have you seen the memes where it's, like, the, the the Avengers, like, Civil War, where it's, like, Cap says one thing, and, and Stark and says the other thing, thing, and then yeah. the next it's just, like, the thing, a Civil War. It's, yeah. like, I feel like yeah. sometimes we've had those types of discussions between you and I. Yeah, it's true. But, uh, but no, these these things that we're highlighting here are, are true for all, all parents, uh, and hopefully will be helpful for any decision that you can make. And the decision um, doesn't have to be made if, if this is... Something where now you're you're considering things for perhaps even the first time, um, you know. This year is actually a really flexible year, especially when you consider the public education system with options to do online education literally at home. Um, you, you know, so where you'll have to make those sacrifices, but it's almost like a free trial. And when I say free, I mean I'm paying for it for you. So make the best use of your time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, but no, seriously, uh, it's, it's never too late to make these decisions for your kids. Um, and, and they should be made, uh, in, in all seriousness, um, uh, as far as what is, what is good and right, uh, and honorable to the Lord for your family. Right. And, and, and this is, this is us coming at this from a, a very weird perspective and unique perspective. Um, not in that we, we know what the scripture says about our responsibility as parents, but that we look at our parents who set us to private private education, right? Um, and I believe that between the two of us, we're looking at one, two, three, four schools. Was it four schools total between the two of us? Three uh, schools. I went to three, and then the one one of the ones I went to, you also. And went I went to. to two. So combine that, it'd be five minus one. It's four. Yeah, four. Um, no, only three. Hey. UCS, VCS, and then I went to that ECCS. Yeah. All right. So a lot of, a lot of, anyway, what I was trying to say is we, we went to private education. Now, did we turn out awesome? I say we're okay. All right. There's, there's, you, there's... you didn't go to my freshman year of college, man. I, I think we did pretty darn well. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> oh, man. I didn't go to your freshman year of college, but I went to my own freshman year of college, and uh, I didn't understand why I was learning things that I'd already learned. 
maybe that's most freshman years though for for people that actually apply themselves. It's like that anime meme where he's holding his hand up and the butterflies there, and he's like, "Is this high school?" (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Uh, so that's besides the point. So I'm saying that 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 I say that to also say that uh, your your children are learning, and what's more important, they're they're learning some structures that that grind them ground them in in who the Lord is and and big paradigm ideas. Right. Um, and my children have learned that too. Now we both have different education systems. Now you, you, you're very early on in, yeah. in your interactions with education. Your kids are younger, um, and I'm, I'm, Jeeves, I'm, I'm up in there right now. So you're in the thick of it with two I'm all, C's. I'm all up in there. <laughs> two C's on the end of that thick. Um, and what I say, I say to say this: when your main focus and reality as a parent is to know that you are to. Um, train your child in the nurture and admonition of the Lord that your primary responsibility of your uh, to your child is to literally um, impress upon them the law of the Lord on their heart right the, that their Lord the Lord is is the centrality point of our family and our home um, as a Christian parent doing that in in any of these spheres has to be your your lightning rod it's where you are grounded. And if that is that, this is and this is what we've always come back. We've always come down to. So Jesse, Jesse takes a staunch, I'd say staunch, uh, stand on on homeschooling at this point in your in your home journey, your education I, journey. I, I take a staunch approach to not public schooling <laughs> at this point. Yes. Okay, and that and that's fair. I and and I what we always what we always come back to is the reality that um, we know we we can think of examples in any of these education particular education structures um, that that have succeeded and we can think of examples in any of these particular education structures that have failed mm-hmm. um, and and one of the one of, and by succeeding you and, just look at yourself oh my gosh and by looking at succeeding and failing what we're not saying is um, what we're not saying is did they learn a thing we're saying is did they did they come away with these structures with do we is is the love of God something that is a part of their life? Because we, we see that as the central and most important point. Um, and the reality of is that that doesn't just fall. None of these particular systems are the answer. They are simply tools that you can utilize as your sole responsibility for education of your child. Right. Yes. Yes and amen. And so we haven't been as brief as we wanted to be, but. We're pretty still. We're still. We're still saying we're done here. So. Well, I mean, we're under the hour. I That's mean, good. It's not thirty minutes, but I mean, it's also not sixty. So. All right. So here's your under. Here's your under an hour podcast on some options and how to look at them and view them um, from a hopefully a unique perspective that can help you as a parent trying to grab holds, trying to carpe the reins of the responsibility of educating your child. Yep. So uh, feel free to carpe up our DMs, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. Yeah. Carpe that fee day, baby. Seize it. Faith it. <laughs> Later. <laughs>